It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day. But we all have to go through it. And with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable. And one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away. But what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat and here we are in a room full of strangers we're not in a room full of strangers we are at the two bits lounge we're usually here on friday before home games but we can't be here on Friday because Florida basketball will take over the airways. So we said, well, let's do it Thursday. <coughs> Excuse me. I got choked up I'll there. talk. Thursday is a Thanksgiving, yeah, and then Thanksgiving. Uh, Wednesday. Can't do it either because guess what? There is uh, another. It's women's basketball. No, it's men's basketball. No, men are at 930 Wednesday. It's women's basketball Wednesday. Oh, yeah, they're both on. Yeah. Busy. They're in the Bahamas. That'd be nice. Or it'd be nice to be in New York with the men. Either way. We are here, and we are uh, happy to uh, to be on the air. Yesterday we got kicked off because of women's basketball as well. They got but, a win, though. Yeah, they got a W yeah. down there in the Bahamas. Something uh football team was not able to get to, and with this being our only show this week, we would expect uh, a lot of phone calls, a lot of things to discuss. But I, I know Gator Nation or non-Gator Nation, you have hashed it all out and figured out uh, what was good, what was bad, all those other things that were going on. I think when it was all said and done, <coughs> obviously very hard to watch, very hard to uh, to be there and see it. But I think for me the hardest thing I saw out of all that was the just, I guess, the look on Napier's face, how dejected he was. I think that that's to me that's and being around him for a year and a half, two years, whatever it's been, I think that's the hardest I've seen him take a loss. And you know, normally he's a guy that can at least like get to words and, and say different things, but I, I don't think he knew what to say at that point. I, I think it I, I felt really bad obviously because I thought they played really, really hard again and obviously had to overcome adversity and different things that were going on and then you just couldn't get one stop, Dules, and it was it was really tough to see. And, and I know for him it was really tough to watch. 
I know, and and that's the thing. He, I mean, I think a lot of us, a lot of us, I would say, not uh, not maybe not you, but wondered how hard they would play this week. We've seen games where they go up there and they you know don't play hard, but usually it was because the coach got fired. But um, we were wondering how hard they would play in a cold weather situation, and you have you cannot fault the effort. You can fault the execution. You can even fault some of the coaching. Uh, but you can't fault the effort, and that is where the culture is changing. Now, where it has to change, and I, I'm not saying it's got to change Saturday. I hope it does. But if it doesn't, then you've got to change it next year, is finding a way to win these kind of games where you have a chance to win it and you just don't do enough to, to get it done. Um, or where, where maybe you're not always trying to fight back from behind. Um, but the the way they were able to still execute that offense after they're down, and you think the game's over. Mm-hmm. I mean, once the Max Brown fumble and they go down, you say, oh, this game's over. Okay. You know, I'm starting to write, to be honest with you. And uh, and and to come back and, and my heart was pounding pretty big. I mean, I, I was like, God, it's, it's hot in here. Karen, did you turn on the heat? No, it was a feeling I haven't had in a while where you get that rush of adrenaline and because they're going to win this game. I can't so believe it. When it got did you strip down to your whitey tighties when no, it got hot? I did not. You should have. Well, because Karen was in the room. She didn't want me to. <laughs> no, but I mean, but you know, the when it got to be 4th and 17, Jeff, I flashed back immediately to 2003 FSU, the swindle in the swamp and the swindling had nothing to do with the play, though, that cost Florida the game, and it was a fourth and 13. And Chris Ricks hit, uh, I can't remember the receiver. It might have, I know PK Sam caught the next t- play for a touchdown, but anyway, whoever the receiver was, and it was the same thing. Right across the middle, like a deep end, went for, I think in that case, it went for like 20 yards, and same thing in this situation. And gets him a first down on fourth and long, and all you got to do is knock the ball away. All you got to do is get a hand in the guy's face. All he's got to do is is overthrow it. If one bad thing happens, get to the quarterback. Get to the quarterback, which they didn't do all night, and they still haven't done all year. I mean, it's a problem. Yeah. They've got to get better at that spot. But Jeff, and 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 you know my feeling about zone defense. I don't like zone defenses. It's something that. I, I feel sometimes like I'm yelling at the clouds, like I'm an old man who's finally realized that you zone defenses are stupid, and uh, they were in a zone defense. So the reason I hate zone defenses are you have multiple players on your team not covering anybody on a, in a zone defense. They're covering an area. Well, there may not be anybody in that area. And guess what? If that team's smart, they're going to run people off that area. But that's not why... This didn't work. It didn't work because their middle linebacker, uh, true freshman, Manny Nunnery, didn't get back. It was guys didn't come up and do it right. One of the safety was playing in the in the end zone. Yeah, Castell was yeah. twenty yards behind where he should have been. So it was still a lack of execution. I don't like zone defenses, but it was and Missouri ran two guys into the same area too. So that should have been the classic mess up on their part, right? Instead first down, and then um, when you think about it, they got 54 yards on those three plays. Yep. And that now it's 
a guy who could make it from 60 only has to make it from 30, and that was the end of the game. Yeah, that was it, um, and, and certainly tough. And, and as Billy Napier has said, there's a few plays here and there. Again, if Max Brown doesn't fumble, you get points there, and then they have to do something differently, and you don't know how it has been. If yep. you know certain thing goes a different way in LSU, different way in Arkansas, then – I don't know. The, re- the results are different, but it's it's hard because they did. They played really, really hard, and it meant something to them. And, and I think at least there's no moral victories. Listen, I, I, I get that. I understand that, and especially at this point when you have to win another game to get to a bowl game. But I think that's all that I can take and is be positive about it. The is culture the, yeah, is they're playing change. hard? And do I want them to win more than anything? Sure. And... But I, but I'm again. I'm I'm not at. It's the end of the world. Like you weren't going to win the SEC this year anyway. No. And you have to get these guys to figure out what they're supposed to do and how they're going to go and understand. Maybe coaches need to do a better bit job of getting them in the right spots and coaching them up better during the week and those types of things. But when it's all said and done, if this was a different coach, I think the poop would have hit the fan in so many different ways. And, and it hasn't done that. And I think you give Billy oh, Napier yeah, credit yeah, so. for holding all that together. And I can see why it hurts him. And he doesn't like it. I'm sure that he gets the negativity and hears it from people all the time. But when it's all said and done, like I've, I've said a million times, he wants to win more than anybody. And not getting that win on Saturday really, really was tough for him. Well, expe- yeah, and again, they were big underdogs, uh, obviously, so um, that was part of it. But but part of it was going on the road. They had just gone on the road and won again, again, at South Carolina, so they felt comfortable. They had kind of figured that part out, and there's nothing they didn't figure out. Think about that. I mean, Florida could also – they could be 7-4 and four right now. They also could be 4-7 and seven because they get, they won that game. But they got to figure out how to win more of those games, and that's what it comes down to is, you know, I, I have this – one of my commandments of college football is every season comes down to a handful of plays and a handful of games, and that's what's happened this year. A handful of plays have, are the difference in, in a handful of games or the difference between maybe 8-3 and three even and 3-8. and eight. And that's the thing. The margin for error is not big with Florida. It's big with Georgia. It's 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 not as big with Alabama, but it's big with Georgia. It's big with Michigan, the margin for error. Uh, but you can't uh, make the kind of mistakes they make, you know, and, and you know, uh, not do the things you're being taught to do. But, again, it's a young defense, but it's also a young coordinator, and he has got to get better at his job, too. There's a lot of people that need to get better at their jobs. Yeah, figuring out the right plays and and what to do. But I can guarantee you the plays and the calls that they're making, they feel, are the right ones to put them in the best situation to win. And, again, the execution hasn't been there in in certain things. All right, well, Nick is back in the studio. He will produce today, and he will send us uh, the calls our way. I'm going to give you a key number before we go to break. Okay. 51. Brandon Spikes? No. It is Brandon Spikes. I know 51 is a big number. Brandon Spikes is Mr. Two Bits. That's going to be cool. I hope he's there tonight at the quarterback club because he usually shows up. He shows up about half the time. And yeah. I, w- I would love to see him. But 51. 
total number of passes this year by the two quarterbacks in this game. Wow. Thrown. Yeah. Attempted. That is crazy. And, and before we go to break, the Gator quarterback, I, I hope that, I mean, I at least tried to tell everybody throughout the year and some of these Gator clubs that I've talked to and people have asked about Graham Mertz, I, I've always really liked him for one, but to me he's one of the probably top five guys that I've been around a part of the football program the last 20 years. Just the way he is with his teammates and doesn't throw them under the bus, the leadership skills, the way people are affectionate with him in the locker room, all the things that he's done. And he doesn't have to be that way. He just showed up for, for one year and hopefully two. You'd like to see him come back, but I think you got to give him a lot of credit. And if that one play that he got hurt doesn't show everybody out there how much he enjoys being here and how much he wanted to win and, and get these guys to, to do something special, then I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, I, I think you have to really commend Graham Mertz for everything that he's done for this football team this year. You know, I talked about this on the podcast Monday. Um, I may at, at one point do a list of the 12 most beloved quarterbacks in Florida history, and he'll at least be a candidate to get on there. Because when you think about it, and I, I, I still go Tebow one, probably Spurrier two, Werfel three, even though Werfel was a better quarterback than Steve Spurrier. But that's probably the order they go in. And then Grossman four, and then from that point on, Reeves, you know, and guys like that. But people love Graham Mertz right now. I, in fact, I took it as a little disrespectful that Billy Napier said after the game, if the Gator Nation's still not happy with Graham Mertz, I think everybody's pretty happy with Graham Mertz. They're, they're, they love what he's meant and what he that being a Gator has meant a lot to him. And um, I, nobody can you, – you talk about his leadership, Jeff. That guy is, is really loved in that locker room. Uh, it was devastating when he went out. The team fought back to try to win the game for him. They haven't had that for a while. I mean, I, even Kyle wasn't a real leader leader, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? This is like the first leader they have really had, uh, maybe since Tebow, the the guy that's screaming the loudest and saying the loud, you know, getting people fired up. So I'll always respect him for that. I hope he comes back for another year. Um, I, I, my gut would be that he would, but um, I just think of a uh, Florida offense going out there on the field with Graham Mertz and then, Hey, but we're also on third and three. We're going to bring in this this freshman quarterback. That sounds very familiar to something I went through one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. And when it was all said and done, the, the Gator passing offense better than Alabama and Texas this yep. year when you look at those numbers. All right, we'll get a break. Titan MRI hotline is ready to go. Again, Nick is back in the studio, so call us up, 392-8255. We'll chat, and we will uh, get after it for the next couple of hours here on the tailgate. Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ben McLeish. The Cleveland Cavaliers face off against the Philadelphia 76ers tonight in an in-season tournament matchup, with each team looking to extend their winning streak. Our coverage begins right here at 7.30. We have a trio of Gators sports matchups tomorrow. 17-ranked Gators Volleyball takes on South Carolina, looking to finish the final stretch of the season off strong. Gators men's basketball heads to the Big Apple to play Pitt in the NIT season tip-off. They will look to build off of their dominant win against Florida State on Friday. Grab your swimsuits. Gators women's basketball is in the Bahamas to take on Columbia University. 
in the Baja Mar Hoops Pink Flamingo Championship. The Gators defeated Purdue in their first tournament matchup yesterday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ben McLeish. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. Will it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck? We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Uh, What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. 
This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Welcome back to the tailgate. We are here at the No Name Lounge having a great time. And again, usually we're here on Fridays, and it's usually we got a ton of people come in here to see us and uh, enjoy getting ready for a Friday game. But, uh, you know, we have to do it on Tuesday because of all the stuff that's going on with Gator basketball and Gators women bas- women's basketball. So we are here today, and uh, we uh, we love this place. And I will I will say this, Jeff, this is my favorite day of the week. This day and Thursdays, Thursday and Fridays are my favorite days of the week when we're, when the Gators are at home because you go to the swamp on Thursday and here on Friday, and then then you're ready for football. That you are, and uh, one final one against Florida State, and I know a lot of people are going to show up. And hopefully uh, support yeah, these back. guys. And oh, listen, yeah. that, that's well, it's, Tebow's going to be there. So yeah, the so bottom line is, Tebow. look, Tebow's going to be there and Spikes is Mr. Two-Bits. They may leave at halftime, but they're going to show up. But I also, it's it's got to be weird to probably even feel the emotions of Gator fans because you're watching Florida State, if you were, or you had heard about it, and Travis is out, and you're like, oh, my gosh. We got a chance I was now. Watching like it. this is, and obviously that's such a, a bad injury, and you never want to see somebody like that. As I'm still not sure. Good as he is, what exactly is? You think he broke his ankle? Have to. Yeah, it was completely yeah. the other way. Yeah. Um, so not but good. But when, when I'm, I'm looking at TV and it says North Alabama's up thirteen nothing. I'm like, well, that's not going to last. But let me at least flip it over on my second TV. So I flip it over and I see the Travis injury happen, and I said. I told Karen, I said, I, there, there are women in the stands crying. I mean, it's it's terrible, and I felt terrible for it. And, and then I go, but the little part of me goes, well, but yeah, maybe the Gators yeah, can win next week. Or help week. the Gators. And then, uh, but, obviously, Mertz goes down. Yeah, so, so. Very like strange. I said, 51 is the key number. <laughs> number passes of passes thrown. thrown. Yeah. But guess what? you got a, a baseball player now at quarterback, and we know how stud – Athletic baseball guys are so. He, I, I see think what he can he do. Do that sidearm ball pretty well. I mean, that was pretty far down the field. So yeah. he's well, good. And and the locker room was great towards him afterwards. And Mertz went up and gave him a hug. Pearsall gave him a hug, and they I were talking. Pearsall said in the press conference yesterday when he said, "I woke up Monday morning and I sent him a text and said one is always open. Always open. Needs about sixty yards to be a thousand yard receiver." So I thought he might get it that night when he yeah, got sixty one on play. the first play. Yeah. All right, let's get out to the uh, the phone lines. We are uh, ready to chat to Daryl. He joins us to kick off this Tuesday. Hey, Daryl, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Before we chop it up, uh, happy Thanksgiving to both of y'all. Yeah, same to you, Daryl. We appreciate you calling. Hey, Jeff, uh, speaking of baseball, I'm telling my grandson Saturday night, last big game he went to was Tennessee, and my son and I said, he's got to go to this, or maybe good luck, you know. Yeah. I, we'll take all the luck we can get, right? Yeah. So, uh, but I tell you guys, I really don't have no answers with the defense. Uh, got up Sunday morning. My wife went to bed earlier than I do because I watched the whole game, and she uh, said, well, what happened? I tell you, I almost started crying telling her what happened, you know, because – 
it was just gut wrenching. You know, you feel so sorry for the kids, like y'all say. They're fighting their butts off, man. It's just not falling into place. Yeah, and I think that's what's really hard, Daryl. Because again, I think you have probably ten guys. In, in this case, it might have been nine on, on that play, doing everything that they were supposed to do. And usually, one guy screws up, and it blows up the whole play. It's just been the the unluckiness of what has happened to Florida and some of the things that are going on. So it's just you know, obviously, it's frustrating and. It's hard to fathom that you would give up a fourth and 17. You do everything right and on three downs, and then all of a sudden when, when they need it the most, they get it. But remember, Florida did it to South Carolina too. They had a couple of big fourth downs yeah, yeah. converted as well. So it, it does happen. It's not like just Florida is the only defense that gives that kind of stuff up. And then, and how about that? South Carolina freaking beating Kentucky. I mean, what is up with the, the world of college football? But, yeah, Daryl, hey, it's, uh, it's tough, Mexico man. Mexico State destroyed Auburn. Auburn okay, yeah. so – and and Auburn paid one point eight million for and that. So. Auburn completely annihilated Arkansas. I know it makes and the college, college lost to Arkansas makes no sense. But yeah, I mean, look, it's it's frustrating to deal with what the defense. I mean, it, I remember going, uh, well, you know, the defense didn't play that bad. No, they got times. a lot of stops throughout the game. And then I go and I look at the numbers and I go, say, so Missouri had five hundred eight yards and scored thirty three points. Yeah, and now we're considering that's not bad and. Uh, <laughs> That's the sad truth of where Gator football is on defense right now. I mean, they they finally got an offense that's that's doing well, and but defensively they're still they've got to figure it out. And I, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, it's a big miss for me. I want to say it's youth on the defense. Then again, we're into our eleventh uh, game now, and um, I can't say it's youth because they should be grown up by now. Then I want to say. It's the scheme. They're not understanding the scheme, and I can't blame the, you know, Austin Armstrong. So it's a big mystery to me, man. I just only understand it, you know. So I don't think it's scheme. I I think they're they're playing way too conservative um, in a lot of big play situations because they're just worried that they're going to get beat, um, and they can't put a pass rush on. Uh, what do they have? How many sacks this year? Not a lot. Not many. Uh, and and not many pressures. I mean, and on that play, it was a good example. They had, I mean, Brady Cook could stand back there for a long. Yeah, I mean, time. Princely right almost got there, but even even but if even he was then, getting double been, teamed, yeah, it would it would have been very late in the. But I'm just saying, they they need to they need to get more pressure on the quarterback because that's that is the key to great. All three interceptions Florida's had this year were because of pressure on the quarterback, or four. They've had yeah. four. Well, I'm going to say this, and I said this before Jordan Travis got hurt and even when Merch get hurt. I think we can beat FSU Saturday night in the swamp, and even though before they announced the game time, guys, I'm not impressed with Florida State. If they do run the table and get in the playoffs, I don't think they're going to advance. I don't even think they're going to beat Louisville, to be honest with you. If we, you know, if we don't knock them off, I think Louisville's going to beat them in the ACC title game because – they, you know, they've been in struggles all year. Miami had them on the ropes. Clemson had them on the ropes. So they're not impressive to me. But they have that. They have found, and again, they had it with Jordan Travis. Okay, just remember that. But they have right. that winning gene. You know that they find ways to win, and that is what college football is. Look, there are very few teams that are like Georgia, that are like Michigan, that are like Florida '96, where you just roll over teams and dominate really good power five teams fsu doesn't roll over these teams but they find ways to win the games i mean they almost lost at boston college 
Boston College yep. is nothing special. They don't have anywhere near the athletes, but they find a way to win. And um, you know, we'll see if they can they can do it again. I'm with you on. I think I think when the uh, playoff rankings come out tonight, I don't think they'll be fifth. I think they'll drop them down. Yeah, I do too, Pat. I really like to say Georgia's on another playing field against everybody else's their world right now and everybody else is just trying to get in it, you know. If Georgia played FSU, I believe Georgia blow FSU out, to be honest with you. Agreed. It would be I, a double digit spread. I, I don't think I could watch it though. No, no. Play. I mean who would you I mean, I wouldn't have a root and interest in it, you know. I can't never pull Florida State. Here's what I'm hoping like is Georgia. I'm hoping that Georgia if Georgia and FSU are gonna play in the playoffs, it's in the first game. So that you know one's gonna get eliminated. <laughs> And then the other one can lose the next one. Exactly. You could end up with a double du- double dip. Yep. Yep. Okay, gents. Well, let's see what happens. All right, Daryl. Yep. Great to leave games. We'll come back to Green Cove with a win. For sure. Good to hear from I you, Daryl. I will tell you this, Jeff. If Graham Mertz hadn't gotten hurt, and whether Florida had won that game or not, and I was making my pick for this game with Travis out, I would I would pick Florida. Yeah. At home. I, th- I I I think the the maybe the enthusiasm wasn't where it should be for Arkansas, but it will be for this game. And I mean, it doesn't mean they didn't play hard against Arkansas. It maybe the mental preparation yeah, wasn't. The crowd will be into be. it more yeah, too. Exactly, being a night game. And just really quick before we hit this break, a couple of comparisons stat wise. You look at uh, the difference between uh, yardages rushing and, and passing. Florida State has 1,900 yards rushing. Gators have 1,874, so basically a difference of about 40 yards. Passing yards, 3,183 for FSU, 3,032 for the Gators, so 100-yard difference or so. You look at uh, sacks, Florida State has 13 more than than the Gators, but... Yeah, they're actually, I think, 7th or 12th in the country. Yeah, they've got a lot of those. Yards per rush... Gators 5.9, Florida State 6.0. Yards per pass, Gators 8, FSU 8.8. And yards per play, Gators 5.8, Florida State 6.6. Opponents' yards per play, the Gators are a little bit more. But Gators have the fourth hardest strength of schedule. Florida State's is 50th in the country. Well, so stat-wise, they're pretty even. Can you name the ranked teams that FSU has beaten? They're ranked right now. Not that they were ranked at the time, but when they played they're them? ranked right now. Clemson? No, that are ranked right now. Oh. This moment in time. Clemson's not ranked right Give now. They're about me three or four. moment in time. <laughs> can you, I'm just saying, can you name? I don't think they have one. LSU. That's the only one. Yeah, yeah. And they play in the first game of the year. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with this game. No, so, it does not. So we'll see. I mean, look, Florida's played five ranked the teams that are still currently ranked. Um, so I mean, I they're a little more battle tested. For shizzle, duels for shizzle. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and continue the conversation. You are listening to the tailgate live from the UF Hilton, the No Name Lounge. Shul is right next door, and it's a great place to be here on WRUF. Journalism and communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing, since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies becoming mostly cloudy this evening and overnight remaining mild and muggy with lows in the morning in the mid-60s. Tomorrow, a front approaches our area will have an increasing chance for showers and a few rumbles of thunder, especially from the early morning through the middle part of the afternoon. Temperatures cooler tomorrow, only in the mid-70s. All of a breeze gusting to about 20 miles an hour. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Join us for a Thanksgiving day full of football. Hi, this is Scott Graham of Westwood One. First, the Detroit Lions host the Green Bay Packers. Then it's an NFC East tilt when the Washington Commanders take on the Cowboys in Dallas. And finally, the San Francisco 49ers face the Seahawks on Thanksgiving night. Our special holiday coverage begins at 12 noon Eastern time. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Coverage starts Thursday at noon, right here on WRUF. Pass, set, kill. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. 
You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here at the No Name Lounge at the UF Hilton. If you have not been here, you are missing out. Man, it is a great place to come watch games. TV's everywhere, uh, and we come here usually on Fridays. Today we're here on a Tuesday. Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo and um, Karen Dooley, who's made an appearance. So always great to see this beautiful woman. She can't hear you. No, I know. She can't hear me when I'm in the same room. Very true. She just blocks me out. That's right. I would, it's too. easy to do. We don't block out the calls, though. Feel free to call us up, 392-8255. Nick is back in the studio producing, and we go back to the phone lines and get Boxing Jim to join us next. Hey, Jim, what's up, man? Hey, guys. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I was listening to uh, the old ball coach and Shane. Uh, and Steve Russell on the program this morning. Now, uh, Coach Brewer said that uh, he said Florida's going to upset FSU Saturday night, and I certainly hope he's right. But um, I don't know. Um, you know, last week, and you mentioned it a while ago, our defense, I mean, we had three guys around that receiver at 4th and 17. We wasn't putting any pressure on Cook. And we didn't get anybody on the receiver. I mean, he just caught the ball, and then, well, we knew that was it. Because of their field goal kicker, they moved a little further to kick the field goal. But uh, I, I just, I hope that Florida can upset them. I mean, I'm, I'm a Gator fan. I always have been, will be. But um, I, I just don't see it, guys. It's going to be hard. Uh, I, I I do see a path that they can win, and most most of it would revolve around the uh, backup. Tade uh, Rotomaker, is that his name? I keep, Rowan Gardner. I, I keep wanting to call him Rowan Gardner or Buttermaker. So, <laughs> um, Rodenmaker, um, who has not played a whole lot this year. He did play a lot, in the, obviously, in this last game, but, but it was against North Alabama. Um, if they can find a way to – but here's the thing. The way to beat FSU, to me, in the situation they're in, would be to pressure the quarterback. And Florida hasn't pressured any quarterbacks. So that's no. the problem. Uh, if they can't pressure the quarterback, then he's going to be able to sit back there and eventually pick them apart. So, all in, in fact, some of the criticism I've had for the secondary, you know, a lot of it's because you can't get a pass rush that's uh, worthwhile. You know, I think Princely does a good job. I think he's alone out on a hill out there, though, sometimes. And they've got a they've got some good receivers. Florida State does, and they've got. I, guess, a, I know, think Keon Coleman. Look, I vote on the Blitnikoff, and I I pretty sure he's a finalist. I got to vote on that. Yeah. Sunday, but he's a finalist. But and I I definitely voted for him. I I did give Pearsall a vote. Um, I you get to pick ten in the, in the uh, first round, or uh, yeah. So I picked, 10, but Pearsall didn't make the finals, but. Uh, so now I got to pick it down to three, and you know Keon Coleman is great. Um, Johnny Wilson's been banged up, but he's a really good receiver, uh, tall, six-seven guy. I know, uh, and again, and um, the kid from South Carolina, uh, whose name Jaheem Bell, 
is really good. They put him in all kinds of different spots. All three of those guys from the portal. And and that's what the way they built their team. They built it through the portal and it's, they've done a heck of a job with it. Yeah. Now I hope we I hope we can pull it off. I hope the defense will get up and uh and this is the last uh stand. I mean there's every reason to beat Florida State and then uh, you and know they would be bowl eligible but uh, nothing to hold back, right? Guys. Nothing to hold no, back, Box Jim. Don't don't leave anything on the field. Don't save yourself or anything. Yeah. Hey guys, enjoy the show, y'all. All right, sounds good. Yeah, and they they won't. I I mean no, if I the last couple of weeks are any kind of evidence of those guys playing hard. They will. Yeah, I think the biggest issue for Florida, to be honest with you, and this is, I know you love your baseball players, but is that FSU's had a week to digest what they're going to try to do with with Max Brown. Sure. Missouri had no idea he was going to come into the game. Florida has not played him hardly at all because they've had all these games that came down to the wire and all these games where they were behind. They didn't, they weren't just going to stick him in to stick him in. So, um, they're they're going to have a week to say okay, Florida is the read option is back. You know, after not being there all year, where it's a true read option where the quarterback can keep the ball. Um, you know, where most most of Mertz's best runs were on scrambles, uh, but they're going to defend that. Missouri had no idea it was coming. I, I don't think they ever adjusted to it either, uh, because when you think about it, they had two really good drives. They could have won the game and almost won the game. Think about what a hero Max Brown would have been. You know, if he had, if they had if if let's just say they stopped fourth and seventeen and Max Brown is going to be remembered for the rest of his life. He will never have to buy a drink in Gainesville. <laughs> I'll buy him ball for him. But now you were just part of a team that lost. Yeah, see what he can Nobody do. Nobody celebrates losses. But listen, he he was really good in a lot of the practices. He earned. Well, that's what I told people passing today. a bunch I, of people to get to the backup. People really liked him in the in the uh, fall. Or yeah, he can throw it. Summer practices. Yeah, he's and he's been around the, the system now for a couple of years, so he understands what's going on and what he's doing. And listen, it it, it of course was really tough to see that fumble and and see that happen because you got a chance yeah. to get some points in that spot, but. He recovered from it nicely, and he went four of five passing and obviously ran the ball when he needed to, looked comfortable running the offense. And, and listen, he wore it, too. There was a lot of people in the press conference afterwards, and they flat-out asked him what happened on the fumble, and he said, it was I all me. Up, yeah. I screwed it up. I, I should have done a better job, and, and, Cause I and he wondered, didn't. You, you know, just watching the play, whether it was a, a, he was supposed to fake it out you know, well, he put it, it in the guy's elbow, link, but he, he, yeah, he didn't even get it close to his midsection. So, so, but again, you're not getting a lot of reps in practice, right? He's getting all the reps this week. <laughs> he will. Who is it? Who is their backup? The uh, kid whose parents own the Drover. Oh yeah, Parker Leash. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm not optimistic. No, he's good too. Spurrier likes him. Should ask him ask him about him tonight. How good can he be if he hasn't played a down? Because well, he's third string. That's all I have to say. Well, he was really good at UConn. Well, but they suck this year. You know who the head coach of UConn is? Edsel. No. Uh, Mora. Yes. Okay. The old, knew, the old was, Saints coach. I knew it was one of those retreads. That's right. <laughs> there are a lot of them out there. There's no doubt about it. It's amazing. 
how many guys you say go, whatever happened? Like, oh, he's the head coach here. One day you weren't here, and I had Robbie on, and I said, Robbie, I'm going to give you five uh, schools. They're not in the Power Five, but they are Division One schools. And um, so, what are you? F C F B S. Yes. Right. So I said, they're Division One schools. If you can name one of the coaches, I'll give you all the money in my pocket. He went 0 for 5. Well, do you now, remember any of them? Now I had two dollars. Well, yeah, Rich Rodriguez, Jacksonville State yeah. was one. Um, no, I don't remember any Butch of Jones them. is somewhere. Butch Jones, Arkansas State. Yeah. Uh, there is, uh, I tell you, the guy, the guy who I thought had died, and I'm watching him on TV on Saturday, was Jerry Kill. I mean, Jerry Kill, who... Yeah, how great has he been? constantly... He just wins. Re, yeah, he's constantly winning games and then retiring because of health problems. And then I'm watching him, and he's just destroying Auburn. Yep. So... Give him credit. Yeah. All right, we need a uh, break. Our final one of the first hour, if you want to call, you can. 392-8255. Come join us here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ben McLeach. The Cleveland Cavaliers face off against the Philadelphia 76ers tonight in an in-season tournament matchup, with each team looking to extend their winning streak. Our coverage begins right here at 7.30. We have a trio of Gators sports matchups tomorrow. Gators men's basketball heads to the Big Apple to play Pitt in the NIT season tip-off. They will look to build off of their dominant win against Florida State on Friday. Grab your swimsuits. Gators women's basketball is in the Bahamas to take on Columbia University in the Baja Mar Hoops Pink Flamingo Championship. The Gators defeated Purdue in the first tournament matchup yesterday. Lastly, 17th-ranked Gators volleyball takes on South Carolina, looking to finish the final stretch of the season off strong. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ben McLeod. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. IDC's amazing Black Friday sale is bigger and better than ever with designer sunglasses, free luxury fragrances, free Marriott Hotel gift cards, and more. That's right. When you buy anything from IDC this weekend, we'll give you one of the season's hottest gifts absolutely free. For example, spend $599 on a great piece of jewelry, and we'll give you a Yeti Camino 35 tote at no charge. Spend $999, and we'll give you a $200 gift card towards sunglasses or eyewear from GlassesUSA.com. The more you spend on jewelry, the bigger the free gift. How about a box of luxurious Creed cologne or perfume? Yours free when you spend $1,999 or more this weekend 
demand at IDC. And if you spend $4,999 on an exquisite piece of jewelry, you'll walk away with an $800 Marriott Hotel gift card for your next getaway. It's this weekend only, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, only at International Diamond Center in Celebration Point. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins. Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Gator Talk with head football coach Billy Napier and the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. Thursday nights at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on WRUF radio app. I think I know what is the issue Wednesday. Tomorrow is volleyball, right? No. It's senior night tomorrow. Yeah. What time? Three. That's why we can't do a show. No. It's women's basketball, and then they're joining volleyball in progress. Oh. Okay. So either way, I will be... There's a lot going on. ...doing senior day tomorrow. You are? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know who they play, but... South Carolina. Oh, okay. It's Senior Day, man. Sweet. Come on. Senior Day's a big deal. I don't know. It how is. I, I still like it. I don't. I can't watch it because I'm announcing the yeah. things, and I don't want to watch it because I still get teary eyed. So it's, it's weird. Florida you, Senior Day this year. It'll be. They'll just won't put anybody out there. No, well, there's six seniors. Well, name them. A. C. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I'm talking about football. Oh. Anna Dixon. <laughs> I can name you all the volleyball seniors. I'm just saying you can't. I don't know that there are many. There aren't going to be. A, it's not, senior day is not going to be emotional for. No, there won't be many rules. Because I wouldn't think of the Merge crowd. would walk. No. Right? Pearsall. He would. We'll, we'll, we'll get the biggest ovation. Yeah. Trying to think who else. There's not much out there. No. And there that's isn't. part of the problem, you know. Young, yeah, so many young guys, and and again, you young look guy, at young the recruiting class from a few years ago. There's basically nobody left on it, and those guys would be significant contributors, and they're not. Instead, you're playing freshmen and trying to to do that. There just there hasn't been a, a balance by any means. All right, let's get back to the phones to finish up the hour with Fred. He joins us on the Titan MRI hotline. Hey, Fred. Hey guys, how are you doing? Awesome. Hey, I just was going to. I thought you know. I thought we've made progress, you know, most of the year in spite of some of the scores. But I think it really hurt to lose Shamar James uh, in that Mm -hmm. Arkansas game because, you know, we were not stout up the middle. And they were, especially with that big quarterback running. But, uh, you know, he also was probably, I think he was the leading tackler on the team. And when that guy gets you, he gets you. So I think that that's hurt us a little bit, hurt us in the Arkansas game uh, big time. 
Um, it would have been a lot nicer if he was in there at the end when that big dude was trying to run over us. At least I think we would have got him on the ground a couple times. So Yeah, and again, yeah. That, that first play of overtime was the what, first and 20, and he runs the, the draw, and all of a sudden you get it. So couple just that's been the problem with the defense all year just the the chunk plays and gosh you look at the Missouri game this past weekend Fred was after that turnover they throw that little out where Castell is actually on the guy and then leaves to go get the quarterback and then nobody's guarding the receiver and then he runs it for 800 yards down the sideline and nobody's able to stop him so that that's all it's been it's been one guy missing a play or not doing what he's supposed to do and Nine times out of ten, it's a young guy that probably wouldn't be on the field if you had normal recruiting classes and normal guys holding and staying in place. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a big difference. Yeah, and I think that uh, it, it takes a while for guys to understand how to win those close games. We did get a win yep. in South Carolina that really kind of bo- boosted everything, but it's still, you know – you have to have that confidence that you can win it at the end. And that's usually you know, the teams that win big. If you look at the teams that we had with uh, Steve that were like mowing people down, they went in and never, ever even had a hint that they were going to lose the game. That's, you know, and, and that's having, you know, building that trust and that winning attitude. And I, I think uh, Billy's going to get us there. I think uh, we can close down this class. And like he said, if we're going to play it with the big boys, we have to be able to stack them and bring the best in. And we, I think we've got something to build on. So I'm, I'm still very positive about the direction and where we're going. No, there's no doubt that they have laid the foundation now. And, and the trouble is the foundation is only this high. You know, you've got to stack it up, and, and that's when you get better. So – We'll see if they're yep. able to do that because, I mean, you're right. There are some really good players, and, and certainly losing Shamaru was a big factor. But, um, you know, you had Scooby out, too, for this game. So you, you were down to uh, your <clears throat> second-team uh, linebackers, uh, and it kind of showed at times, especially in the first half. Now, I will say this. Florida did something, and I don't, I'm not really sure what they did, Jeff. Maybe you know better. They didn't really run the ball very well in the second half uh Missouri did. They they kind of took away that uh, whole thing with Schrader. Schrader had what one twenty three at halftime and ended up with one fifty eight, I think. So they were able to do that, but then they were able to throw the ball. So I, it's almost like they're not talented enough to take away both things. They can only take away one. Yeah, yeah. It still comes down to if you can't pressure the quarterback or if the, any you know, especially with young guys, you just not they're not going to be able to hang in there for five seconds. You know, you gotta like. There's gotta be. You gotta alter his throws, or in some ways, you gotta get pressure on him. But even if you don't get to him, he's got to feel that there's somebody breathing on him. He's got to be worried. And I saw that with uh, in the game last night with both quarterbacks, where they were yep. both constantly worried about the pressure. And I thought it affected Jalen Hurts. We haven't talked about the game, but Jalen Hurts early, and I think it affected Mahomes late. So. They, uh, yep. but that's that's Definitely. the key. The key to pass defense is a good rush. Yep, yeah. You're only as good as that rush. It yeah, always comes exactly. down to that. Totally agreed. Well, thanks, guys. All right, Fred. Yep, yep. Thank you for uh, for calling. Did you watch a game last night? I did. Um, when you said young guys can't hang in there for five seconds, old guys can't either hang in there for five seconds. But at least they make pills for that. They do. They do. So that's helpful. 
I'm not going to go into that one. But I, I did. No, I did watch. I did hear a great, a great uh, Albert Brooks jokes about it. But I'll tell you it off the air. Okay. Um, but no, it was, a, it was, it was like a game that you couldn't turn off. But sometimes you wanted to. I mean, obviously it's raining, and but I, I said going into it, everybody's talking about oh Super Bowl rematch, and they made such a big deal. Karen and I actually went out to dinner, and every TV was on a different. Uh, Preview pregame show, uh, lauding it up. I'm like, it's still just one game in, a, in an NFL season. It has nothing to do with where everybody's going to finish. Everybody's going to make too big a deal out of it. And in, in, in this case, it's the same thing with the Eagles. They just find ways to win. Now the question is, I mean, because they weren't great, but can well, they, they got find a, a can they find a way to win when, when they, they get when it matters? Yeah, they got matters. some good stops in the second half. They did. And uh, it didn't it didn't help. Uh, but Kansas there again, City. <laughs> make make plays. Just catch the ball. Yeah, catch the ball if you're 11, and catch Scam the ball if you're. I don't know. It's I'm the, glad I didn't need anybody. Either one of my guys on uh, my fantasy team had already won. So, but you're in fifth place now. You're moving up. I know. You're doing I got. Some good I things. had I had Devonte and um, Kelsey last night. I'm worried about Kelsey. Now he's saying he's going to retire. And I'm like, well, yeah. Wouldn't you retire? You got Taylor Swift money. You gonna have Taylor Swift money in a month, <laughs> or, or certainly not. Six He's about months. to. I'm, I'm proposing Christmas time yeah. if I'm him. She'll accept, then turn him down. Then the last minute, it'll get canceled. Right There's gonna be more drama. You know, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be simple. They're in love. Duels. I've been in love before. Love too. still means something nowadays, especially during the holidays. <laughs> So, you re, you're buying into the whole. They're madly in love. Yes. They're going to get married. They're going to make babies together. Yep. Okay. I'm Book not, it, Dano. I'm not Dano. Can Fung is Chin Ho. All right, that is uh, Dulo, and he will be here for one more hour. As why Jeff Cardozo live from uh, the UF Hilton. No Name Lounge is where we're hanging out till six o'clock. Shula's right next door as well. They're open Thanksgiving. By the way, so if you don't want to cook, come to Shula's and uh, say hey. All right, back with a whole nother hour right after this. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. 
With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Melvin Law. We won't back down. It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day, but we all have to go through it, and with it come some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable, and one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away, but what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right back at it second hour of the tailgate the uh, last hour we'll get to uh, chat this week as all the holiday tournaments things going on for thanksgiving with the uh, basketball teams both men and women and volleyball tomorrow kicking us off the airwaves so Happy to be here today, live from the UF Hilton. We are in the uh, the lounge area. They call it the No Name Lounge after that great Dolphin defense from way back when. Because we are right next to Shula's Restaurant. It is uh, an awesome place. Steaks are tremendous. They've got salmon in there too. They've got they also have salmon, some too. sea bass. What about? Uh, do you know who coached that No Name defense? Howard Snellenberger. No, former Florida athletic director. 
Really? Bill Lawrence. Brother. I didn't know that. Yeah. Nice. He was the coach of that no-name defense. Well, there you go. So Gator ties here at, uh, at yeah. Shula's. And this is, of course, where the team stays. And they will do so they won't on be Friday tonight, night. Though. No. If they are, that will be some story. Be a long stay, <laughs> but they'll get a, a little day off for uh, Thanksgiving. Go be with some family, but they'll work hard, like we uh, have talked about throughout the first hour. And certainly want to get your opinions on uh, what you saw, what you thought, and hopefully, uh, if you think the Gators can win on Saturday, because now they they need one, one to go. Try to get that bowl victory. Need one for a while. Yep. But they definitely need to get this one. I mean, that was the thing. I. That was, you know, just, again, poll eligibility is, you know, it's important, but it's not the end-all, be-all. But, um, you know, if they could just just have stopped 4th and 17, they're in a bowl game. And it would probably be a better bowl than they went to two years ago. The Gasparilla. Mm -hmm. It's not going to get worse than that, is it? Do you no. think the Gasparilla or the Bur- you did, did you go to the Birmingham? Bowl? I did. I was there. Well, but it's at least you think it was worse. Birmingham, but at least Birmingham is now at the new stadium. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's not in the uh, old stadium anymore. It was pretty bad. All right, we've got some calls, so let's get after it here to uh, start off the second hour. Everybody's favorite caller, the Cattleman, will kick it off. Mikey, what's up? Welcome. Break out the Bacardi and the coconut water because we got some Purdue versus regular season Rick in Hawaii. Get yeah. crunching much, guys. Seven versus eleven in battle. Y- y'all gonna be checking that out tonight? No. <laughs> yes, that's, he that's will. That's the big league tournament. He's just hey, saying. Pat, I'm, no, I'm, just, I'm going to to uh, the quarterback. You'll club still now. watch it when you get home. Uh, if, if it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm just I'm just goofing a little bit there, guys. But that, it's a loaded field this year. I don't know if y'all how much y'all been checking it out. Kansas is out there, Purdue's out there, Tennessee's out there, uh, Marquette's out there. It's a who's who tournament. I'm yeah. st- I'm still depressed about last night's basketball game when Kentucky <laughs> Kentucky uh, almost lost to uh, St. Joseph's and won it in overtime. I'm st- yeah yeah yeah. I'll I was going to buy a St. Yeah, Joseph's t-shirt just for that. Yeah, there you go. Hey guys, uh, three quick quick hits for you here. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm a you know traditionalist like my turkey and all that jazz, but I think a little surf and turf at Shula's, a little eight ounce fillet, maybe a little swordfish on the side. That wouldn't be so bad, would it? Uh, Not at all. I'll eat it right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh, want to get to the Florida game, of course, but um, two other things for you here, real quick. First off, guys, um, well, let's just go Florida game right here off the jump. Um, I know you guys. In, Let's just be devious, Pat. Let's admit it. For all our back and forth, we think exactly alike. Um, hate to see anybody get hurt, but football is a dangerous game. This is a great setup for Florida. I mean, uh, I know we've we got two backup quarterbacks. Is that what we're looking at in this game? Mm-hmm. Well, it was a great setup, and then the other guy got hurt. So it, yeah, uh, but it's still um, – you're talking about a Heisman Trophy winner being out, or a Heisman Trophy candidate. He wasn't going to win it. He had no chance of getting going to – I don't think he had any chance of going to – No, uh, he won't be top four. Yeah. he. But yeah, if I mean, he had had a like big it. game against Florida and then it killed Louisville, he'd, he'd have gotten in the top four. He'd had yeah, yeah. So, so this guy's this year's Hendon Hooker, right? Best player most of the season and got hurt at a bad time and doesn't get to go to New York. No, I don't think best player. I, the difference is Jaden Daniels is the best player, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, from a Florida perspective, guys, um, 10 years from now, fans don't remember who played in the game and who was hurt. Fans just remember the final score. Yep, As you say, uh, Pat, win by one. 
And I think this is if you're going to take out Florida State and ruin their season, if it's not ruined already, um, that's the way to do it. You know, get that dude out of the game. It's, Florida it's, didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, it's hard to believe that FSU could win four in a row uh, going forward uh, because they'd have to win this game, beat Louisville just to get into the playoff and then win two in the playoff. It's hard to believe they can do that. So Yeah, no chance. Yeah, but I, I you know, I mean, I didn't want to yeah. – I, I, I still hated what happened to Jordan Travis. It, it's the yeah. guy was I mean, the guy has been hurt every every time I see him get hurt. I go, oh, that's going to be significant, and then he's playing the next game. So you, but you this, see this in the go ahead. I'm sorry, Pat. Go yeah, ahead. But this time, obviously, you could tell when women in the stands were crying and everything, and um, it, it was a bad. It's, it's like when Dooley gives a speech, women it, in the crowd. They'll be crying. doing that tonight when I do when I introduce Coach Spurrier for the uh, quarterback. Yeah, I mean. I mean I mean, six and a half points, that's a pretty tight spread um, at yeah. home, Florida at home. Uh, I think Florida's got a great shot to take them out. They got a chance. I mean, you know, they like nobody thought they had a chance last week, and they should have won the game. Um, so, I mean, it's college football, man. You didn't probably think New Mexico State had a big big chance against Auburn, did you? No, there you go. You probably and, thought you know, Tennessee Pat, had a chance last week, right? Well, well, I don't know. Georgia beats everybody. Georgia just that's that's, that's, that's five stars versus three stars. We've seen that deal. But um, you know, if you go back to the SEC, the NCAA basketball tournament, I think one year Kenyon Martin got hurt for Cincinnati, yes, and, and they kept him kept Cincinnati out of being a one seed. They made him a two seed, yeah. Which I yeah, thought was unfair. Yeah, I know you guys. You know, I know you guys don't like uh, FSU, but that would suck. It just if you like college football to see Florida State go undefeated and not get to go to the party because their quarterback got hurt, that that would just well, suck. L- let that me say suck. this: I, I think if 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 they go undefeated, it's going to be hard to keep them out, even with the quarterback hurt. And it, it doesn't matter how good they look, but you have to remember they haven't beaten anybody. They beat LSU, and that's it. That's the list of accomplishments. And that and beating Florida is not going to add to those accomplishments, but. Obviously, if they beat Louisville, now you've beaten bookended two ranked teams. But is that going to be enough to get you in over teams that, with one yeah. loss, who are playing better football right, right now? Well, well, let me wrap this up, guys. But as I was saying, if you were putting a roadmap together to beating Florida State, the, Florida, the starting quarterback not being on the field is a, probably how you would start the uh, the plan. Of so, yep. yeah. All right. Hey, last thing for you guys. It seems like uh, women's basketball is experiencing a moment. Can't figure that out. I think it's probably the personalities, the monkey, and all that. Seems like women's volleyball is also. It's kind of interesting how the sports pendulum swings, and Formula One's kind of popular these days, and soccer maybe a little bit. Hey guys, um, with all these exciting women in women's basketball, of course that girl at LSU can't uh, doesn't go to class anymore. She's dumb as a bag of golf balls. Let's all root for my man Gino. Y'all know I think Kiffin's a great coach, but y'all know my favorite guy is uh, Gino, and I just think it's great the best coach in women's basketball is a man. And let's hope Gino does it again and walks out on top. Y'all hang in there. Right to his misogynistic best. Yes. That is a weird story, though, at LSU. It is. When you got moms fighting with Angel each other Reese, and yeah. coming out and saying your daughter doesn't go to class and she's stupid. And It is weird because, I mean, everything seemed to be on this upscale. Uptick. There must have been some kind of NIL or maybe there was a man involved, Dules. It could be that she just says, hey, I don't need to. I'm I'm so good. If I want to go pro right yeah. now, Why do I, I need to go. show up so for why, class? Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's simi- we, we, similar to what like that. Anthony yeah. Davis had to do. Yeah. All those one and dones, you just have to do good for the first semester. And then you're done. And you don't have to be good in the second semester. So no, probably at the point where she says, okay, why do I need to go to class? I just... 
I'm already eligible. Just get me through this semester, and I'm turning. I'm done anyway. Also, how much of a factor is it that a lot of players are are probably looking at it and going, "Hey, you guys have already told us that we're going to pay you a lot of money, mm-hmm. so you're already saying class isn't that important." You know, I mean, going to school is not that important. Getting your degree is not that important. I don't think it's being. I I think the whole dynamic is shifting, and that would that may be the litmus test for this. Is this somebody who is clearly the best player in the country? Even though I know everybody will say Caitlin Clark's better, but who won the national championship last year? Uh, so, um, but if you're that good. Do I need to go to class? Uh, if I don't go to class, I'm still going to get my NAL money. I'm, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of work there. But yes. it is a weird story. You're right. Certainly is. All right. Well, a guy that never had problem going to class because he was the valedictorian of his high school, I'm sure, joins us next. That is Woody here on the tailgate. Woody, what's up? Yeah, hey, guys. I graduated uh, somewhere in the top 50 of a class of 320 from Crystal yep. River High School in 1981. What a baby. Yeah. There's, there's no such thing as Crystal River High School. I think you made that up. <laughs> there might not be any more, but there was then. <laughs> so I heard something funny the other day. Um, Hugh Freeze, did you know he was coaching Liberty last year, and and, uh, and they got beat by New Mexico State there too, well, yep. ruined their season. So uh, somebody said, yeah, he's probably not going to schedule them ever again. You know, he, <laughs> well, he didn't schedule them this them. time. That was his AD that did that. And I'm sure they were thinking, hey, let's get a game where we, you know, we have, we're going to have to pay him a little bit, but, you know, $1.8 million, that's not much money, and then we'll beat him. Uh, but, you, you know, when you schedule these things far out, not, sometimes it doesn't work out for you. Yeah, hey, earlier you guys were talking about class balance, you know, how the – guys that would be the juniors and seniors on the Gators football team right now are not there. Um, so um, next year you're going to have uh, some sophomores and freshmen that have, that, that are from this year. They're going to be a class older, and they, they will have played a lot. And you have a freshman class coming in. And so and I'm kind of curious. You said the foundation is there. I, I'm disappointed they lost, but they were in the game. And I see progress, and it's hard to watch, but – I'm trying to hang in there. I don't think it so. was hard to watch. I thought that game was uh, got my blood going. I mean, it was it was an exciting game to watch. As was the Arkansas game. As was the LSU game. The, the games have been excited to watch because the offense. It, for example, last three games the offense has scored 34 and a half points a game, and they've lost all three. So that's all I ever want is offense. I want teams to go up and Not down. Not me. Oh, I want to see some defense. I want to see a guy who knows how to tackle since he was six years old make a tackle, you know. So uh, it was excruciating. Let's put it that way. You know, fourth and 17, they got about a 5% chance of making it, and they make it because we don't cover the best player on the on their offense, you know. So I'm just what, trying well, to hang see, in that's there. that's the problem. I'm, what about first, second, and third down? They played great defense. Why can't yeah, they do they it? Did. But that's, that's the whole thing is that drives me nuts about this defense is yeah. that they – it's not like they can't make plays or they can't do things and they can't cover people. They just can't do it all the time. And, and nobody, nobody can do it every – every. I, you know, Iowa can do it. You know why? Because Iowa also runs the ball on every play. So they don't – you know, they play a different brand of, of defense there. And I don't know and how good – Illinois. 
I tried to yeah, I tried to watch their game this weekend. I said I want to I want to discover the secret to playing defense. And when I watched it, I went, oh, the offense isn't any good. That's why the other team's yeah. offense isn't any good. And that's that's how they're good on defense. The Big Ten they play they got two good teams and you know that they on their schedule. So and they lose to both of them. That, that's how it is. And then Iowa probably loses again to somebody else like Minnesota, you know, and wrecks their season and they keep their coach. You know, great coach, but nine and three must be good enough in Iowa. But I'm wondering about oh, nine and three is good enough at Iowa. Nine and three be okay yeah. here right now. I would take it. Yeah, so would I. But uh, you guys are talking about there's a foundation there, and I'm wondering, you know, you're going to have next year's class, and you know, you kind of, I'm maybe I'm assuming too much, but you're going to have like 20 guys from each class, three classes. You know, is it possible in the in this age of you know, NIL and the portal and all that kind of stuff. Is it possible to have class balance? Does Clemson and Georgia, Alabama, do they have class balance? Is well, Clemson doesn't believe in the NIL. Yeah. And so Georgia, doesn't, Georgia doesn't do a lot of NIL because they've been so no. good at recruiting five stars, they don't need to. So, I think, I think so, the, yeah, they do. the best schools do, the, be, the best programs do have class balance because they don't have to rely on the portal. Yeah. And I don't think Florida yeah. should either. Everybody keeps going – the Florida's got to get better in the portal. I mean, but you have to now because you're no, so you, young. Okay, so but you're going to be a year older next year. But it still doesn't matter. There, there's still not, there's not enough depth, and we're seeing that. But if you can't get guys that are that are going to make a difference from the portal, because your NIL money is not where it needs to be, because you're trying to recruit the heck out of guys. I mean, there's always so much money to go around. So you end up with guys who, like we talked about okay. earlier, that are but say, say guys that, that weren't good players. Say that's else. a Florida State. They wouldn't be where they are without the portal. So you can. But they've spent their money. You on the can portal. get lucky and or not lucky, but you can get the right guys in there to make a difference. I don't know if Florida necessarily needs to do it in in those spots, but you sure as heck can go get some D linemen. And pay him a couple hundred thousand dollars to, to get him in there. They did yeah, that. Yeah, really. one linebacker. One, one guy. Well, Caleb one linebacker, Banks, Cameron Jackson. Two D linemen and two offense. Two offensive linemen. Yep. Five guys, I think, would make a difference. One How linebacker, many, two defensive. Yeah, and then, defensive and then still linemen, build with offense. some of those younger guys for depth and, and be yeah. okay. I mean, th- that's this day and age, that's what you have to do. And. You, you know, you don't need like everybody wants the sexy quarterback or running back or wide receivers, these big impact guys. But where the Gators need it are on the defensive side of the ball. They need to get more physical. I I don't even know if they need offensive linemen. I, I mean, I think they're going to be okay because those guys will all be older and they'll all be back to together again. And you know, hopefully, a summer workout is going to help them significantly. Keep the center healthy. But yeah, I don't know. It's but yeah, there there's there's ways to. Hopefully get it, and the portal opens up, what, in 10 days or something like that? So when it does, it's going to be a free-for-all. It's going to get crazy. Hopefully we don't have a bunch of exits. You know, well, that, that to stay. me is, is a bigger deal than what they can do in the portal, is it is that there could be guys who, look, well, the only really people, good players. The only people that can't leave are the running backs, Wilson, and who else? Who else would you care that if they left? March. Well, yeah, well, March is not going to leave. He can't, he, can't. he can't get in the portal. Um, okay. Uh, you're right. That's, that's it. But as, long as, as long as those running backs don't leave and, and Wilson doesn't leave, the Gators will be just fine. Starting starting center, maybe? Aguacan. Well, he, he ain't leaving. He ain't played all year. Yeah. 
Okay. I, and, hope, I hope you're right. I hope Slaughter's we added been fine anyway. So, all right, Woody. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thanks, you. All right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. Come back. Plenty of more calls coming in our Titan MRI hotline. We'll come back and get them right after this. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Haley Hurst. In Gator Sports, there is a trio of matchups tomorrow. Gator men's basketball head on the road to face Pittsburgh in the NIT season tip-off. They look to extend their winning streak after a dominant win against Florida State Friday. Gators women's basketball takes on Columbia University in the Bahamar Hoops Pink Flamingo Championship. They defeated Purdue in their first tournament matchup last night. The 17-ranked Gators volleyball will face South Carolina in the O'Connell Center. They look to finish the last stretch of the season strong. In the NBA, the Cleveland Cavaliers take on the Philadelphia 76ers tonight in an in-season tournament matchup. Our coverage begins right here at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Haley Hurst. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep-dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And, of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. 
Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here at the No Name Lounge at the UF Hilton, where the Gators come to stay on Friday nights. But we're on a Tuesday because obviously we got a lot going on this weekend. Uh, there is great food here. We've had it here before, but apparently the microwave is really popular too. We keep seeing people walking up and microwaving their food. And yeah, going about that. There must be a convention or something going on. Could be a convention of microwavable food. Be cool. <laughs> they do it all here at the uh, the Hilton. All right, back to the phones we go. Lots of calls to uh, continue to get after it. Bernard joins us next here on the tailgate. Hey, Bernard, how are you, sir? Good, man, I was in my office wondering why I was going to call, but I had to follow up. That misogynistic cattleman, I guess. Uh, I I like to be a dumb as a box of rocks and be killing in the NIL like uh, Angel Reese does. I like to get a percentage of that. Uh, hey, it is a special place for people like the cattleman, man. That's right. So, hey, um, football I, game. I know where that is. is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we all do. <laughs> Hey, and you need air, you need air conditioning constantly. Hey, so uh, I I felt like when he ran them two dive plays. Uh, first off, I'm watching the game, Jeff. You on the sideline? Yep. The guy that Jordan Castell was had, Theo Weiss, he was the intended receiver when Cook rolled out. And for some reasons, Castell left him yep. to go chase uh, Cook, which left Weiss wide open. Yep. And we couldn't get him. Nobody could push him out of bounds. So, so I thought uh, the defense, for uh, the run by Strader, about two or three plays had one of his better games. What did you think? I completely agree. I mean, they got a lot of stops when they needed to, and then – you know, then the offense wasn't able to, to do some stuff. And I think that's kind of been the thing. We always have that great first drive, Bernard, and then you get a couple of lulls for yeah, some, some odd reason. Yeah, 7 they've scored. Touchdown. Yeah, so, but, no, I, I, I do. I, I think, you know, especially holding them to what they did in that first half, I thought they played much better. It's it just, I think the hard part is when you consistently see those big plays. If you can yep. eliminate those, then the defense would be okay. 
Um, yeah, so I that to me I mean, that, that was, was the what, most seventy-seven yards. Yeah, Luis. that was the most puzzling thing to on that play that Castell just completely left the guy to go get the quarterback. When if you if he Castell just looked to his right, he's got another dude right there. There's no reason to to leave that guy. And then Castell on the the fourth and seventeen was playing twenty yards behind where the guy curled around. And as a safety, you've got to react to that and see that that he's going to curl right around where you need to get for the first down, and, and he wasn't even a factor as, as a part of stuff. So, you know, so as good Jeff, as he's been. That he, yeah. He, he threw behind, he threw a, a behind non and in front of Costell. You saying Costell was back off 20 yards? Yeah, he, he wasn't even close no, to him. So what do we have here? No freshman, than, freshman, right, making mistakes. Uh, is, that, is, is that, let me ask you a question, is that, Coaching a fresh because I watch these games, Jeff, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't uh, the like of intelligent play mm-hmm. that I see from these guys week in and week out is appalling. I, I, I mean the the no no intelligent play that they make. I, I, I mean I, I don't want to be hard, but just play. Yeah, play, but Bernard, you know you're gonna football. you're gonna eventually judge these guys on how they're playing by their junior year. I mean, that is, it's not going to be how they played as freshmen. I mean, I remember Joe Hayden and Major Wright and all those guys were awful as freshmen, awful. That was one of the worst defenses Florida had during that era. And then the next year they won the national championship. Now, I'm not saying this team's going to do anything like that, but they got something. We, we're, we're sitting here talking about two freshmen making huge mistakes in the game that, that probably hurt. Florida drastically and, and costing the game. But uh, I now, just, did they get better or not? That's going to be the question. Yeah, but but Bernard, the, the hard part for me is you know, and, and I agree with what you say. You know, sometimes even you know, I think about when I was a freshman and I didn't know as much as I did when when I was later on. But I knew how to play the game, and, and I think for it's it's weird that that some of these guys, especially for a guy in Castell that's been starting the entire year and, and it's not like his first or second game he's been out there the entire time no. like understand what the situation is i don't care if this is what the defense is called and you know this is where it is like you've been playing football probably since you were five years old so just like make a play Re- react to what you're supposed to see you, you know you know what side of the field you're covering you know that the third that you're supposed to be on there's no point in you being 15 yards behind the play where you have no chance whatsoever at even coming up and, and making something. So, I, I, again, you know, I, again I, maybe he was told to do that. No, he's not told to do that. You're saying he's not told to say don't let anything get behind you? No, he's not told to be 20 yards behind the play. Hey, just get up there at the first down, Mark. I couldn't believe it. Just knock the damn ball down and yeah. we win a game. Yep. The other thing is that the offensive line, in my opinion, I'm kind of not with you guys that the guys are coming back and i kind of seen enough of that, that. They need to make some improvement. They need to hit the portal because, in my opinion, I think the guy from Baylor now, Mescua, yeah, has really played well lately. Uh but I, I I can't say that about Jeff. You see it. Do you, what? Do you agree with that? I think my school is really 
playing well recently. I don't know if he may have settled in, but I'm not as high on the other guys along the offensive line. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I I, too, I do agree with you, Bernard. I, I think he's done a, a better job. I mean, to me, George just rather fight people than fight actually on the offensive line. It's, it's really weird. He likes to talk a lot of smack, but then he makes so many mistakes. So, um, But, but, but. They have scored in the last three games 34 points a game, okay, and lost all three of them. The problem isn't on the offensive line. They, and I'm not saying they're going to get better with all these guys coming back next year, but it, it, they've had moments when they've been bad. They certainly have not helped Graham Mertz at all, but the offense is not the issue. And I do think that um, having everybody back is going to make a difference next year. That's my Let me opinion. Tell you. One thing, uh, I think George, I, I kind of agree with you, Jeff. I'm not ready to throw George to the I think maybe a right guard, but it's obvious he's not a first-rate title in the SEC. No. Another thing is this. Do, I asked this question previously. Do you think that if, if, if Billy had got him year one, had got him an experienced defensive coordinator that knows the ropes that, we would be further along than we are now. I, I don't know, to be honest. Like I, 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 I like Armstrong. I think he does a good job. I just, I honestly just don't think we have the players, Bernard. I, I, I don't yeah, think that you we still are what your stats are. You know. Yeah, but you you have so many big plays of guys making mistakes, and they're just not in the right spots that they're supposed to be. I mean. Even you look back at some of those LSU plays, it, it's unheard of to have four or five different plays where a guy is 20 yards wide open and no one's even around him. So that that's not coaching. That's just guys not understanding where they're supposed to be. But isn't part of coaching making well, sure making guys them ready? get yeah. where they are? Yeah, and, and making them ready. So, I, I, I no, I, I agree with you on what you're saying basically, but I think it's both. I think they don't have the players, and he's not doing a great job of coaching them so far. That's the other my thing is this, that with different spurs, and we talk about, Steve, Jeff, you talk about these guys making mistakes. You, the, the funny thing about Jeff is the same guys week after week it making is. the same mistakes. Who are you going to put in? Right, that's that's the problem. I guess you going to get a guy out of high school to come in? Because, I mean, they, they have nobody left. I mean, they're and not only that, but they've had all these injuries that have certainly – been a factor in this saying, as well. They're playing the best they got. Hey, yep. man, you guys take care. Have a great evening, okay? Yeah, Bernard. Thank All you, right. man. They're playing you. the best they have, and that's the thing. The problem is that they, they these guys have got to mature physically and mature mentally, not just um, mature as people. Yes, they're just not good enough. All right, Tony's always good, so let's go to him, see what he's got to say. Hey, Tony, welcome to the tailgate. How you doing, fellas? Good, man. We, we, I hear we talk about the portal and, and retaining players, and uh, especially on the defense side of the ball. Um, the, one of the things we lack this year is pass rush, correct? Correct. Yes. Who, who leads AC, ACC in pass sacks? Uh, Florida State. Florida State. They've got 32, I think. I think there's... I'm talking about player. What player? Do y'all know? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, yeah. It's, um... Antoine, Antoine Riley Powell, yep, who, who right. was our backup last year. Yep. Yeah. Pitts, Pitts, leading tackler in their secondary, probably gonna make All ACC. Donovan back up Donovan McMillan last yeah. year. Jordan Young, back up last year is balling at Cincinnati. 
Um, yeah, they're terrible, though. The kid, the kid at Missouri who's all ace. Tyron all, Hopper, who's all, out. Yeah, yeah Hopper was hurt, game, but he yeah. was he was their leading tackler. Yep. Wasn't good enough to start at Florida. We keep saying this year in, Well, year he wasn't out. good enough to start over Ventrell Miller, and please do not argue with me on that. Uh, but he was a good I enough player. I will all day. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The kid came in and made plays. Sometimes you could just tell. And and there's two linebackers. Only not one. I thought he was good enough to play in front of uh, – what was the other kid's name? Well, Number I don't know. Uh, well, Vin, uh, yeah. But, I mean, Ventro Miller was the reason he left. Sure. Yeah, and, and Hopper Hopper was really good. I, I mean, I think I a lot too. of Gator fans were lot, really yeah. excited about him, and that was a tough loss. Yeah, it, it's, but um, we keep saying we don't have these players each, each year and out. But then the NFL, they get to the NFL and they ball out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, so Donovan McMillan's on a 3-8 and eight team. Um, you know, uh, they're, they're uh, guys that go there and they, they find themselves. And a lot of it is that they just need to change the scenery. Like, for example, Graham Mertz being a perfect example of a guy Florida got in the portal that everybody was screaming about. And he turned out to be really good. So... I mean, it, it, it is the way that it works this, these days. And if guys aren't really happy with their NIL deals or they're not happy with their playing time or they're not happy with uh, what they're being asked to do as a player and they're being uh, forced to go to class, and they, different different people have different opinions. So, um, well, But there there are good players at Florida. It feels like every game I watch I'm seeing a former Florida Gator playing in. Right. You, you said a key thing, actual players. We complain about the sack numbers, but I see at least 10 times that our best pass rusher drops in coverage on a passing down. You know, if I'm a kid that's trying to make money in the pass rush, I don't want to drop in pass rush. I want to make my money going and get the quarterback. Yeah. So, Although yeah, they do I'm that really in the NFL a lot. I will say that. But, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I, I don't. You only got one pass rusher on this team. That's that's the biggest problem. You got one guy that can rush the passer. Um, right, and that's, and, that's and my biggest thing. There's nobody else. I think. Right, thank, hey, thanks, thanks for the call. We got to get a break. We'll take a break right now. We'll come back with more live from the No Name Lounge here at the UF Hilton on WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. 
So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies becoming mostly cloudy this evening and overnight remaining mild and muggy with lows in the morning in the mid-60s. Tomorrow, a front approaches our area. We'll have an increasing chance for showers and a few rumbles of thunder, especially from the early morning through the middle part of the afternoon. Temperatures cooler tomorrow, only in the mid-70s. We'll have a breeze gusting to about 20 miles an hour. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the Swan. No play action. Pocket closing. Sacked at the 15 yard line. Yes, sir. Florida finishes the regular season against FSU. 15, 10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators. Kickoff is set for 7 Eastern, 6 Central, with pregame starting at 4 Eastern, 3 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. We are here at the No Name Lounge. It's a rare Tuesday appearance. It's kind of like when Florida played FSU on a Friday last year. That was weird. I still don't like it. I wish they would not play. I think it's too big a game to play on a Friday night, but that's what they wanted. It was front and center with everybody. So what? So why? So that's a good thing. I know, but it was a 6-5 and five team playing, so. Yeah, almost won. I know, but I'm just saying, it, it's not like it. I'm just saying, I, I like Saturday games. All right. We like talking to you, so let's get right back to it as we get Copper Gator to join us next. Copper Gator, what's up, dude? What's up, fellas? Um, the, the reason I was calling, you know, first thing I want to say is congratulations to, you know, Mike White, the men's basketball team on Friday night. It's always good being up by 30 in, in the first half and whooping Florida State pretty good. 
Um, well, so, you know, Mike White's you know, not I, the coach here anymore. I mean, not Mike White. Todd Golden, sorry. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, Thanks, Pat, for uh, that is, you, know, your birthday, you know, your birthday was last week. You're getting older. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're the no, one yeah. getting older. <laughs> I, I, I am getting older and, and wearing out. Y'all can attest to that. But, uh, you know, I figured I'd lighten the mood just a little bit and throw one out there to see if you guys are still awake over there. But anyway. Yeah, you know, Copper Gator, I will say this. It's kind of sad that we have not talked about a basketball game that where Florida was up fifty-two to twenty-two at the half against its arch rival. So, uh, but that's, and and who, that's what football and, and who, is. You know, football dominates. And, and who recently, and so the last couple of years, have absolutely dominated us exactly. on the hardwood. I mean, I mean, it wasn't even a question. It was just, can we stay with them? And nobody's talking about the portal job that 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 Golden's done yeah. in turning over nine spots on a single roster. Yeah. And having them play like they've played together for for years, so I know we've got time to talk about that after this weekend's game. Yeah, with, if with they Florida can play, State, but if they can play every game like they played the first half of the FSU game, they'll win the national title. There's they'll be in the conversation. It's still a coin flip every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's, I know, but I mean they're not going to yeah, play yeah. that way every every <laughs> every yeah, half. Yeah. I mean it was a it was bizarre to be it honest was, with you. It was un it was unreal. Yeah. So no, but when we get back to football here, so so. One thing, and, I, and I'm an avid football fan, baseball guy. You guys know that about me. Uh, it's regardless of what the score is. Sometimes the the way that they played on the road, seven thirty in Missouri, when all oh. year it's been talked about, they they can't play on the road. It's been bad coaching on the road. There's no heart in this team. They have nothing to play for. You know all of all of the things that have been said by both large media internal you know internal fans that call the show weekly and you see them go out there and, and arguably play one of their most complete games of the season right you know when when you think about you know from from offensive p- performance to defensive stops when it mattered a couple they had a, quite a few punts in the first half I, I i just can't say enough about how they're still committed to the program when I think in the past we've seen players just jump ship and not care anymore, right? Oh, I, I've seen a lot of Gator teams quit. Not 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 a ton, but I've seen Gator teams quit. Nineteen seventy five Gator Bowl, uh, certainly the team a couple of years ago Oregon, under Dan Mullen, uh, totally yeah, the Oregon quit. State game that we played. That we went, yeah, that, that team. I mean, yeah, that was where I think he knew that there were guys that needed to move on and bring in some new guys. So, uh, like we've said all along, this is year one for Billy Napier. Uh, and he's got he's got guys that will do what he – now, not all of them because some of them are going to move on, but he's got guys that are willing to do what he needs them to do to, to win games, and they'll get there eventually. I think one day we'll look back on this season and go, God, remember that year? That was so frustrating, but, man, it produ- we knew right then that Florida – had lit the fire, and it was gonna. It wasn't gonna be be burned out. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, and and that's, and I I know it's not gonna be fun to go. We might end up five and seven this year, right? After a six and seven last year, and that next year might go to eight and you know eight and six with maybe a win and go nine and six. But you know, they're. I'm not. How are you getting fifteen with, games out of next year? I'm trying to figure well, that out. I'm and hope, make the playoff. I'm, I'm adding, I'm adding in a couple things, you know, Pat. You got to be proactively thinking here. <laughs> I don't know. You Dude, know what I'm saying? You, like, 
I'm counting. I'm counting orange and blue. I'm counting orange and blue this okay. spring. Okay. All right. All right. So. It's a one and one right there on those yes, two games. Right so, <laughs> it, you know, we're yeah, we're going to be one and one already starting the season. So anyway, I'm just I'm optimistic. Now I want to be positive. I want to enjoy watching it because guess what? We got one game left potentially, and then we're sitting here holding. We're not watching Gator football till next August, right? So. You know, then we got eight months of listening listening to you guys talk about my favorite sport, baseball. So let's enjoy the last week, and hopefully we get a win here and we get another month out of it, and go Gators. We'll talk to you guys later. All right, Copper Gator, thank you. Hopefully we don't ruin it for you by talking baseball and basketball. I mean, we – but that is a good point, even though we misidentified the coach. We haven't talked about basketball at all, and what they did uh, in that first half was amazing, but – it was funny, Jeff. All I could think about was how FSU every year would come in and they would have four guys that were six, twelve, or or above. Yeah. I mean, they were just these massive guys, and then one after another would come into the game, and they would have get a guy and found. This is Florida now. They've got and they had uh, well, they had one guy foul out. That was Clayton, but. They had three other guys that had four fouls, but they bet fine. We'll bring in somebody else. So uh, that's that's a good sign for Florida. Now again, I don't know how good FSU is. I, I really don't. We'll see how how good they are as we go forward. Now comes the weird part where you have to root for FSU to win ACC basketball games. I don't like doing that, but I why do you have to do that? Because it helps Florida's net ranking. Oh well, whatever. Be fine. All right, Duels is going to bail on us, head over to uh, the Gainesville Quarterback Club. Spurrier is there tonight, so I'm sure a lot of people are uh, heading that way as well. So enjoy that, Duels. get a good driver tonight. Yep. Karen's here to uh, make sure he gets there safely. Yep. She, uh, hopefully. All right, we'll take our uh, final break, come back with a few more phone calls and wrap things up here from the No Name Lounge here on WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Hurst. The Cleveland Cavaliers will take on the Philadelphia 76ers in an in-season tournament matchup tonight. Each team looks to extend their winning streaks. Live coverage begins right here at 7.30. In Gator sports, there's a trio of matchups tomorrow. Gators men's basketball head on the road to face Pittsburgh in the NIT season tip-off. After a dominant win against Florida State Friday, they look to extend their winning streak. Gators women's basketball face off in the Bahamas against Columbia University in the Bahamar Hoops Pink Flamingo Championship. They defeated Purdue in their first tournament matchup last night. The 17-ranked Gators volleyball will face South Carolina and look to finish out the last stretch of the season strong. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Haley Hurst. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Oh, they're just nice people. It's not a bad, bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. 
you know, that was a horrible thing. And, and now it's, it's, you go in and there are nice people there. They talk to you. They don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay. We're going in to see everybody exceptional dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things. So it's not just coming to the dentist. It's when being... come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. IDC's amazing Black Friday sale is bigger and better than ever with designer sunglasses, free luxury fragrances, free Marriott Hotel gift cards, and more. That's right. When you buy anything from IDC this weekend, we'll give you one of the season's hottest gifts absolutely free. For example, spend $599 on a great piece of jewelry, and we'll give you a Yeti Camino 35 tote at no charge. Spend $999, and we'll give you a $200 gift card towards sunglasses or eyewear from GlassesUSA.com. The more you spend on jewelry, the bigger the free gift. How about a box of luxurious Creed cologne or perfume? Yours free when you spend $1,999 or more this weekend at IDC. And if you spend $4,999 on an exquisite piece of jewelry, you'll walk away with an $800 Marriott Hotel gift card for your next getaway. It's this weekend only, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, only at International Diamond Center in Celebration Point. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Have you ever thought about what a true fiduciary is? Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth, and he believes the definition of a true fiduciary is simple. A true fiduciary would not sell you a product that they got commission on. A true fiduciary does well when you do well. Some of those products could be mutual funds, annuities, or even real estate investment trusts. Mike believes a true fiduciary shouldn't get paid before a client does. And that kind of makes sense. Mike is a true fiduciary who's passionate about those near and in retirement being aware of all of your options and making sure you receive the value you're paying for because every penny counts in retirement. Reach out for a free comprehensive financial plan to see if there are better options available you might not be aware of. 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200. By the way, this process also reveals if you've saved enough to retire comfortably. So, connect and schedule now at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talent Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Lord License D056341. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier. And you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, wrapping things up from the No Name Lounge. Bartenders are awesome here. encourage you to uh, come by anytime you have that opportunity to uh, see the guys. They will uh, hook you up with some great drinks and a lot of fun. Good conversation today and certainly uh, every time that we are here. All right, let's get Jonesy to uh, wrap things up here on the show. Hey, Jonesy, welcome. Hey, guys. I'm first, I'd like to say happy Thanksgiving. Back at you, man. Um, next, next, I would like to say you notice I haven't been bragging or calling about this team because this team has had me on the edge the entire season. 
I understand why it's only six points because I. It seems like we start slow, and we not, we we finally catch up. But you're not going to do that with the final four. I'm kind of worried about it. Even if we made it there, what'll happen? But I, I would like to know this part. Do not feed the Gators what you fed the basketball team. Because I see us losing if they eat the, eat the same thing the basketball team ate. <laughs> because that was, that was the outstanding part that the, the Gator basketball team did the yeah. other night. Yeah, they, they, they came out ready, gone. certainly. Um, and, and FSU's not as good as it was. And you got to give credit to Todd Golden for going out and understanding the types of players he needs to – win at this level, and he was able to do that. And, yeah, listen, Jonesy, Saturday is going to be a lot of fun. I, I think the crowd's still going to be into it. They, they certainly have supported, evident by the, the nine different sellouts over the last couple of years, despite the not-so-good play and not a, not a lot of wins. But I think Gator Nation will shell out, and it will be uh, interesting to see how this, this young quarterback that hasn't played much will handle that type of crowd. I mean, luckily for Florida State that – Mertz isn't out there either. It would have probably been a different story, but I would assume it's going to be another close game, and we'll see who gets a break, who gets lucky, something happens, and who makes a play. Um, but I think if you if it comes down to making a play, we've seen Florida State do that at least throughout the year where the Gators haven't been able to make a stop. So I think that's the, going to be the big question when it's all said and done. That's why they call it a game of inches because, like you said, the game's going to be easily 75 Sure. You know what I'm saying? You know, easily 75 or 8 and 3. It's just how the ball rolls. But I would say that the Gators didn't live up to what I wanted them to do because if they had been about 92, we would have had game day here. And uh, But now, because they didn't fill out their part, we're going to have WRUF here's team. <laughs> Y'all have to make Thanksgiving. <laughs> Bye. All right, Jonesy. Same to you. Appreciate you. And, uh, again, same thoughts to uh, to everybody out there. We will not have a show tomorrow. Women's basketball will be on the air, followed by women's volleyball, as uh, Mary Wise will have a senior day in the O-Dome tomorrow. So I'll be there doing uh, that. That'll be a lot of fun. And, you know, that and that season could have been a whole lot different, too. Injuries are, of course, part of the game. But when, when you lose your setter and you lose an impact player like Anna Dixon was there in the middle who was hitting – I think she was hitting like 383, which was second in the freaking country. And, and she goes down. Mary Wise has lost uh, some really important players, and that's why they weren't able to uh, to be as good as they have been. But we'll uh, welcome out a, a great senior class tomorrow and all the, uh, the fun things that they've been able to do. Great show today. Appreciate everybody for calling. Always uh, great to be at the UF Hilton. And anytime you get that opportunity, come by here. The bar is tremendous. Shul is right next door. They've got a, an awesome menu and so much uh, great food there. And, of course, uh, telling your family to, uh, to come into town, have them stay at the Hilton, basically right across the street from uh, baseball and softball fields so you can walk over to, uh, to those and enjoy them throughout the spring when that uh, ends up happening. Shout-out to Nick for producing today. He was awesome. Bartenders are awesome here, as they always are, and uh, all the callers as well. Have a great rest of the uh, the week, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week, hopefully, after the Gators beat the semis when it's all said and done. All right, for duels, I'm Dozo. Bye, everybody. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, 